I don't think many people know that most of the problems in politics they have come from labor unions and that when you wonder about corruption and how things connect, it usually involves labor unions in some way or another. For instance, despite the Joe Biden statements that the economy is good, we are seeing massive layoffs in entertainment and big tech. There are reports this week involving Disney laying off 7,000 employees due to bad performances driven by economic realities. And NBC has many workers threatening to walk off the job because job cuts are looming. It's their entertainment union that is the problem behind the mess. So when it is wondered why the police seem never to punish the bad guys as we think they should, or if the media is supporting a local school board and their desire to hide bad behavior from their unionized workforce, the smoking gun always points back to labor unions. At the federal government level, it's labor unions who run most of Washington, D.C.'s culture. Most of the FBI agents are in a union. IRS workers are in a union. Most government workers are in a union or want to be in one. Even if your local news anchor isn't in a union, they all want a chance to work for a big outlet, and to do that, they'll have to join a union, so they adopt in their lives lots of liberalisms, otherwise, they will never get a chance. I've said it for years, Labor unions are communist organizations straight out of the pages of the radical leftist Karl Marx and always hiding behind the scenes are these labor unions who impose leftist-leaning viewpoints. The members themselves might not identify as Democrats or liberals, but the function of their labor unions forces them to keep their opinions to themselves unless they are overtly liberal, or then it's fine to be a crazy radical. A perfect example of how this liberal playbook formed by labor unions was seen at Lakota schools recently where the superintendent had to resign due to his crazy sexual lifestyle that got out into the public, was just exposed. If you held up his case and compared it to Hunter Biden, the president's son, you could almost match them task for task. Hunter Biden goes on drug rampages, breaks the law, and displays behavior that clearly compromised him. The FBI helps to cover it up. The media contains the story in favor of protecting the Biden family name and a mob of lawyers tried to intimidate critics from using their constitutionally protected free speech to criticize the president's son. There was a lot of complicit behavior that all had the common connection of labor unions and their radical leftist membership requirements that united the effort to defend one of their own in the White House. Then if you look at the local story involving Matt Miller, who I have said reminds me a lot of our own Butler County version of Hunter Biden, he has a crazy sexual lifestyle that, by his own admission in a police report, involved kids in a fantasy aspect, the labor union rallies to his defense, the school board tries to contain the story. The police, also in a labor union with their brethren in the teachers' union, do everything in their power to suppress the story. The local media picks up the police position and uses it to stop further inquiry. All the players were either in a labor union or they wanted to be. In order to do big coverage news stories for a major network, whether it's NBC, CBS, Fox or ABC, the on-camera talent has labor union requirements. Even for conservative broadcasters. So for anybody in the media, either entertainment or from the news desk, if they have any ambitions for further opportunities, they do not tick off the labor unions, otherwise, it will disqualify them from further opportunities. So in that way, we see with a local story or a big national story like the Hunter Biden spectacle has been, the same liberal playbook being used by the same people for all the same reasons and outcomes locally. The good news was that in Lakota, with a good team of citizen activists, that liberal playbook was exploited and beaten. Even though the police wanted obviously to protect Matt Miller, 
the leader of a major labor union in the Lakota School District with over 17,000 kids and hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer funds specific to just that zip code, the liberal playbook was able to be exploited for the failure that it was an overcome. The way it works with superintendents is that they are usually recruited from the teachers' labor union pool of possibilities. So even if they aren't members of the teachers' union, they work as administrators to protect those liberal values as they are promoted, and it becomes their most fundamental concern, protecting the labor union from outside opinions. So that is how the labor union of the local sheriff's office gets pulled into defending such bad behavior when it was discovered. They may not personally agree with it. They might have strong opinions in a conservative direction. But to stay good in their union, where their pay and pensions are protected from management changes, they remain silent on controversial matters because they don't want to rock the boat in their union. So they end up going along with the bad behavior. Then, of course, the same holds true in the local media, if the participants aren't in a union, they often want to be so they can have a chance at better opportunities, which holds true for the newspaper reporter. They may not be in a union, but their editors are owned by larger media groups who are in unions, so the rules flow downhill. The threat that unions espouse is that people who stand in their way will either be beaten up or denied employment opportunities. Once those two things are exposed for their lies, the unions lose their power. But the story in Lakota got out anyway. Despite the opposition, the threats, and the snowballing that occurred to protect the local Lee union from outside opinions essentially, a large group of parents were able to unite behind a common cause of protecting children from blowing open that liberal playbook and defeat the firewalls that typically protect all these bad employees. That same playbook can be used on the White House or at any level where it is being applied because it has all the same weaknesses. When there is scrutiny, and people use constitutional protections to manage their concerns, the liberal playbook fails every time. Because their sentiments of liberalism are built on Karl Marx's communist radicalism, they cannot hold up to the scrutiny of true debate, and their positions fall apart quickly. Many were bewildered that the machine that protected Matt Miller was so unjust, and so many people worked together to suppress information that was critical to the community. But that was seeing a big national problem up close when we wonder the same about Hunter Biden and other liberals who get caught doing terrible things, but they feel they will get away with them because labor unions will rally to their cause every time to protect their employment. We aren't dealing with rationality here, the kind of world the rest of us live in. We are dealing with a radicalism that has penetrated our government at every level, and as long as they are attached, we will have massive corruption. But at Lakota, that liberal playbook has failed, and the lessons learned can be applied everywhere that such corruption is seen. And for those who do use those methods, the labor union position will lose 100% of the time because they cannot stand up to scrutiny and constitutional law. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.